When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Should we just start then? Feel yeah. a little bit nervous. Yeah. 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 Ready? 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 Go. Hi. Thanks so much for choosing to listen to Before the Lights. Before we get going, just a heads up that this show contains adult themes and strong language. Example, gym farts, throwing up on gymnastic coaches, and an excessive use of the word fuck. So it may not be for the whole family. Cheers. Hello and welcome to the first... Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> right, I got it this time. I'm Dave Hasty. I'm Josh Betteridge. I'm George Ashwell. Together we are. Before the lights. Damn it, we need to do that in unison. Before the lights. Before the lights. Before the lights. We are before the lights, and basically, we train, give nutritional advice, and treat injuries of actors for film roles. So we get hired by production companies to change the way an actor looks. We're like kind a budget of... medical team at a football club <laughs> for actors. We're not going to tell you how to work out. The aim of the podcast is just to talk about at the gym, most embarrassing moments they've had in our gym or other gyms, changes that they may have made that they didn't expect to make. We'll stay through a little conversation of what actually happens before lights, camera, action before the lights. And if no one turns up, we'll just talk. So we actually did it, lads. We we made a we made a podcast Woo! after that pilot where Josh was like, "Oh, we we'll just if no one shows up, we'll just talk." Nick had to ring me back. It's the start. This is it. It's real. It's happening. I, yeah, Nicholas Holt. Sorry, I his never, real name. I, nev- I never full name, please, George. No, full name, sorry. please. No, Nick. Nick. Yeah, Nick rang me back, and he had to really. I've known him since I was twelve. 20 years I've known Nick now and we met him through you like at uni when we were all young bucks we? yeah which is what 18, young 19. bucks mm, young bucks <laughs> yeah. okay. I don't know what we are now <laughs> old bucks tell we've done a podcast Josh is using like podcast like, podcast <laughs> voice Josh the young buck oh, the young, I, was, I was a young buck I was a young buck I was a young warthog <laughs> 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 he'd done skins when he met you lot he'd done about a boy before I'd met him been, yeah yeah well, it would have been weird if he was at secondary school at that age what about a boy? Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, went on to do great things. Skins, Mad Max, The Beast and X-Men, and oh, 
hundred other movies. And we, we talk all about those things, don't we? We talk about some of them. Some of them. Not yeah. all of them. We haven't got all night. No. I'm sure you have I mean, we either. talk about his toes at one point. And look, look forward to that one. Yeah. As Dave would say, without further ado. Without further <laughs> let's ado. Start, let's start the episode. Woo! Squirrel eating, Hugh Jackman impressing, Nicholas Holt. You're listening to the Before the Lights podcast. So we left a little voicemail last time with our good friend Nick and he's uh, quite kindly called us back and agreed to come on. So welcome. Hey. 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 <laughs> Here in the studio. Here in the studio. Weird that you left a voicemail. Weird that you called. Yeah. It always, always panics me when people actually call me. I don't mind voice notes. <laughs> come round to them. Bear that in mind. Just told you got a hole in one as well. It's a big, it's a big day. Well done, my friend. English sport. First yeah. hole in one. Par three. Ninth I, hole. I 140 the, yards. Hang on, George. I'm explaining this. Eight iron. Landed two feet from the pin. Bit of backspin. Straight in the hole. How do you put backspin on the ball when you play? I'm a very amateur golfer here, everyone. It's not intentional from no. me anyway. What wedge yeah. were you? Is it a wedge? What iron? What wedge? Uh, it was an eight, eight iron. Yeah, now I know how to do it. I'm going to yeah, do it every time. Easy peasy. <laughs> so, training. Yeah. Back to, exercise. <laughs> Back to what we were supposed to be talking about. What was the first film you guys worked together on? Because obviously going from being like mates at school to then having a kind of work relationship. Well, when we were at uni, you were doing the first X-Men, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did that when you were coming out of coming out of university. The year before you finished uni, we did X-Men yeah. first class. I think, yeah. I think I was 20 or 21. 21? God, that's a while ago, isn't it? Yeah, a long time. Ten years. I went to Montreal for X-Men a couple of times. You just walked around filming people. On, what I was did, it called? I just did Dub, Dub Smash. Dub that Smash. was well fun. Dub Smash. Uh, uh, yeah, it was my directorial debut. I was basically, <laughs> actually, we were just hanging out on set and it was like in the... What is it, what was the big? What is it called? The with the uh, big with the big door with the X in it. It's uh, the, it's the, the X corridor. I don't know what yeah. you call that technically. <laughs> is it at the school? X, X, it's X like corridor. the basement of the Xavier's mansion. Yeah, yeah. it's like the X Men hangout. What we, called? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we can coin it now. What should we? What should we be called? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. Really I like matter. X corridor. X, X corridor works. <laughs> um, and yeah, Nick was dressed in full beast, and we'd found on Dub Smash. There's this like weird EDM song. That basically went wake your ass up because it's time to go beast mode. Wake your ass up because it's time to go beast mode. And then one day, I can't remember what was happening, they were doing something with the set, but everyone was on set one day, and I was like, right, so I got everyone together in a huddle, like it was like I was the quarterback, and I was like, right, what's going to happen is I'm going to start on Nick, and we're going to walk down the corridor, and then when he says beast mode, Everyone jumps in and goes nuts, and it was to this day it's a great, great video. One, one take, first one take. take. I could just imagine like the real director being like, "Get this guy!" Off <laughs> he was, I think he set. was more excited about that video. That's so. the one you put up the um, the time lapse, was it, of you getting the oh, yeah. makeup? Oh yeah. How long did that take? Like, how what are we looking uh, at? There? The first X Men it took about four hours, but four by the time hours. we then the makeup changed for the next three films and it went down to well, like the first one you look like a teddy bear two two and a half hours there's <laughs> yeah. so a cuddly teddy bear four is that every time you shoot four hours every yeah, time whenever, whenever playing that well yeah it went down to two two and a half god that yeah, is it was still it was a lot it's still early yeah because you're normally there getting makeup I mean your call's normally an hour before start of work anyway so then add on two three hours on the front of that and suddenly it's pretty oh. early mornings when you're actually shooting those things obviously you're filming all day most of the time and keeping your maintenance for training is there something you sort of rely on when you're away like hit the gym a little bit and keep yourself at a good shape because you obviously you know so what much we work. do a little bit on x-men actually was something that um fastbender showed us which was like a seven 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 workout or something so you do like seven different exercises seven reps yeah. seven times through yeah. and it's just like a circuit that you and can you do it in like and you can do it minutes. in yeah 
20, 30 minutes, depending mm. on what you're doing. Is um, trying to work out with Hugh Jackman just ridiculously intimidating? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember we were in the makeup trailer once. And, and when we're doing the X-Men stuff, I did try and lift heavier weights and stuff because I was like, oh, they want me to look a bit bigger and whatever. And so I was sitting in the makeup trailer with him one morning and I was, I'd like lifted something that I considered to be heavy and I was like, oh, I lifted a 160 deadlift or something the other day. And he was like, oh, mate, that's really good. Well done. And I was like, oh, thanks, dude. Sit there for like 10 seconds feeling proud. And then he turns to me and goes, wait, are you talking pounds or kilograms? And I was like, oh, pounds, obviously. That's what we... You too, right? And he's like, oh, okay. I thought you meant kilograms. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's not, that's not no. So then every film since, really, we've done bits and bobs depending on what Nick needed. Like Beast, you had to get relatively big. Mad Max, you had to get really skinny. Yep. That was skipping in the desert. <laughs> skipping. Not skipping the skipping. method of travel. <laughs> jump, jump rope, I guess, is what the Americans would say. Yeah, that was George, the director, was like, oh, your character's meant to be really sick. For this, so uh, asked ask me to lose a, uh, as much weight as possible. I think I lost twenty pounds in the end, which is quite a lot. It's quite a lot. Back then, I wasn't. I was a bit skinnier anyway. And so yeah, I just jumped right for at least half an hour a day. I was running maybe forty minutes, not every day, but days off, and then just not eating very much. Yeah, that drink, drinking like carbs. Just no tequila, fun. Tequila on the weekends. That was the. We drank whiskey on Wednesdays. <laughs> whiskey Wednesdays. <laughs> whiskey Wednesdays. Tequila Tuesdays. I don't know why, it's because yeah. we're in the middle of the desert. Oh, that's what I do out there as well. I run up and down sand dunes. That's yeah, tough. running sand dunes is really demoralising, particularly those ones in Namibia, because each step you take up, sink back down about three steps. <laughs> so you start off and you're like, oh, I'm going to make it. And then it's the a treadmill. Like, it's nature's treadmill. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah so then we did, yes, you did Mad Max and then back to X-Men. So to put some weight back on. Yeah. You've done like the dehydration before. We've done that when you did uh, Kill yeah. Your Friends because you had to be a bit of a, a sesh head. Yeah. So you thought it might be quite good to look pretty dehydrated. Mm. But that's that's pretty intense when you do that. Though, yeah, it? it's quite difficult to do that, I found. Yeah. The dehydration thing's quite popular, um, yeah. isn't it? That's, that's what I mean. That's what we're like, trying to say. It's like people see this scene of Nick or whoever who's done gone through all of this training and whatever, and they think, oh, that's just how he looks every day. Hmm. And I remember seeing you that night after you got back, and I think you, you had like a bottle of coconut water to try and rehydrate, and you were basically drunk off rehydrating yourself yeah, post-dehydration. Yeah. yeah, maybe, yeah. I probably got drunk very quickly. No, no, you hadn't even drunk yet. You just drank <laughs> oh, coconut really? water. Just well, coconut water. water's quite alcoholic, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It'll, no. get, it'll get you. Yeah. There's a funny little part of, the, of it, though, where... That is not a healthy thing to do. No. Yet, it happens quite a lot and it is kind of, is it essential? It's, it's, it's like, it's effective. If people want a certain yeah. look or you have, you've been asked to get it, that is how to well, do it. I mean, it's, you've worked that hard for that long mm. and if there's a thing that you can do to make yourself look 5% better than you mm. would do, then they're always going to want to, like Nick will tell you, it's like you're always going to want to do that extra bit because like you've worked your ass off. Yeah. It must be a bit of a challenge though when you've got to go up, down, up, down, up, down in terms of like different characters and. Uh, yeah, luckily I've I've never had to do it like in a, cr- a crash sort of way. You should just do one year or two years where you get jobs where you get a bit bigger each time. Yeah, make it really easy. Slowly, for yourself. just yeah, getting yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger. And Gradually. Peak as some sort of. I'll write a film. It'd be like a wrestling film, and. Uh, Called the wrestler. It's called. I do, I do, occasionally, <laughs> I do occasionally read scripts like that, whether it's like a wrestler or a bodybuilder, all those sorts of things, and I'm like, oh, it's going to be quite a lot of work. Do those interest you though? Like when you have an ability to go, oh, I'm not just going to be acting for long, I need to change my whole like 
body shape. I, yeah, I enjoy I enjoy when some when when the role requires you to do that. It's fun because mentally it's it's a good process of like you're thinking about it, you're dedicating time to it, and also it changes how you feel in your body. So when you get to on set, whether it's I played J D Salinger in a film, and that he was really into yoga, so I took up yoga and just did that for months, and that was great because it made me feel more flexible and more peaceful and meditating and all those sorts of things. So yeah, I guess any time where a character has a specific physical attribute or something that they do, if you can do it as well, and then kind mm. of just it makes you feel closer to them and physically more like them and that informs how you stand, how you move and then they put you in the clothes and the makeup and that, that, and then put you in a, you know, a set that's designed exactly like it and all that stuff and you kind of go, oh, okay. Is there anything that you've done as a result of like a job but then have carried on doing? Like if you started yoga and then carried on doing it, has it become something that you do all the time now or not? I don't, I don't do it. Well, I've got to get back into that. I suppose training in general, I probably wouldn't do as much. But then I think that was something that, me and Joe Dempsey have spoken about that when we're not working, it's very good to have the gym or some sort of routine and exercise thing just to kind of feel like you're ready for if and when a job does come along, but mm. also mentally just to kind of keep, you know, because acting can be very much all, you're all in for a few months and then and then you're waiting for the phone to go for for however long, waiting to see what job you might do next. So then it's it's that thing of whilst you're waiting, how you, how you keep in a good mm. mind frame that you feel like you're ready and still being... You're pretty active anyway. You got like obviously we talked about golf earlier, but you are you still doing jiu-jitsu? Yeah, I've got I've got my that. second stripe. Congratulations! Well done. Sport, sport weeks. Well done. Sport. Often we said that about you though, particularly, and a couple of other guys that we train. There's like I always say, there's like two extremes to actors. Obviously, there's it's a spectrum, but it's like they're like boxers. It's like you get certain actors that are like the Floyd Mayweather's and the Carl Froches that basically stay in and around where they need to be the whole time. So that if they could suddenly get a role, they can be like, all right, I can be topless in three weeks because I can just train hard for three weeks or whatever. And then there's the others that are more like the Ricky Hattons where in between each job, they just go, fuck it, and just drink, eat, do whatever. I would definitely be a Ricky Hatton. That's the challenge that we come across quite a lot is like occasionally you just get a guy that's completely let it go and you're like, and they're like, so what we're doing weeks. here, this is an intervention because that's what's happened, Nick. <laughs> it's um, like, yeah, Nick, you, you let, let it go. go. Intervention. <laughs> My podcast, thanks guys. Yeah, well, you appreciate really, it. Yeah, appreciate it. It's actually going out. Just, yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoy it as well, just in a kind of like with, with the jujitsu or boxing and those sorts of things. I like, I like learning new skills and when they might come in handy for something. I like, I like the mental side of it. But then, yeah, also, I'm not I'm not someone, if I sit around and don't move all day, I start to feel, like, just rubbish in myself. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like that. Yeah. I found that, like, when we had to change to working online in lockdown, lockdown. you see, like, six clients you did, on, you did on a laptop. did quite creative gym stuff in your garden. Oh, it's just, you know, trying to engage the audience, you know. Uh, <laughs> you give the ropes, people what they want. Sticks. I made a gym out of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it, a rope and a stick. I, I just watched I, Don't it. knock I it. Don't knock it because it works. It, I wouldn't call it a gym. George, you didn't use it. It was no, a gym. I, I watched it more like just curiosity, like what the fuck is I he going to do gonna now? I'm <laughs> trying to inspire the nation to, you know, get a rope, get a stick. and But yeah, yeah. the creative side of it. It's going, as you were saying. I was just going to talk yeah. more about the stick gym. Um, <laughs> it was, I really loved it. When we moved house... The, we, the, we don't have a tree that's suitable oh. so sadly I so um, plant one. I think I did bring the rope but I left <laughs> the stick and why don't you bring it into the gym use it in here because we have real equipment in here and we don't want Dave's no, stick yeah. oh, hold on guys no that's a really good idea um, <laughs> Nick's on to something yeah. yeah we'll set it up out the back me and you will run stick gym stick gym whiskey Wednesday stick gym Thursday <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the new class, um, and we'll take it to, probably take it to LA next year. It's gonna be huge. Yeah. Okay. Was it just like that like goat yoga? Have you seen that? No, George. Stick yoga. gym. Stick <laughs> gym, not goat yoga. No, that's goat a thing, yoga. George. Goat yoga is a thing. Yeah. You do yoga and some goats jump on your back. 
No. That's it's a thing. thing. It's an actual thing. Real thing. Real Should we thing. get some goats in our yoga studio? Goat stick gym. I think it's too many niche Oh, no, we've got the studio opening. We have got a new studio Get opening. some goats. My dad at university, when one of his mates left for the weekend or something, he went to like an agricultural university. He cleared out all of his stuff, turfed it and put a sheep in his room. <laughs> what happened to the sheep? I don't know. I don't did know. he, gra- don't did he graduate? Know. Yeah, maybe. Before the lights. What did we get up to when you when we were properly building last year? We were lifting pretty heavy by the end of that. I think uh, you were deadlifting like 160, 170. Yeah, I think I did 170 deadlift. Because your did. routine for that was, your like day-to-day routine was pretty incredibly busy, wasn't it? Because you're working on something else, training really early. How did you like get through the day and like sleep and food and nutrition uh, and stuff? That was, uh, yeah, I was training for Mission Impossible, which I ended up not doing the film because of um, lockdown and everything. So... Uh, but I think I had like two months to prep, right? We, we so me and George eight, started eight, training together. Weeks, yeah. We were shooting the grape for six days a week. And then any time off, I was over doing stunt training, like fight training and mm. driving training with the Mission Impossible peeps. But then, I don't know, I'd have to be in on the grate at like 7 or 8 a.m. So me and George would go to, we'd come in here at 4, 5 a.m. 4.30, sometimes 5, yeah. Um, I also had to try and feed you enough. So it was quite tiring. It was like quite your tiring. baby. He was, he was, <laughs> yeah. I think um, one, yeah. one, day we, we, one day we got two 800 gram like tomahawk steaks had yeah. one each that was pretty impressive and another day I made like a kilo worth of turkey meatballs and we ate it all in one sitting he was on you're on like three and a half four thousand calories a day that yeah weirdly I wasn't getting away that fast because I was like just it like you were so, so busy doing training and, and so busy that I was just more like I was like I was sleeping pretty well though yeah, I was, yeah, like babies, I was properly so. yeah worn out you yeah. see people doing you're like oh yeah okay just eat a lot and like lift heavy weight and then I was trying to do it and I was like I'm just not getting any weight yeah, yeah. Can't, also can't follow, eat enough it follows that thing of like the first week you're like okay my body's not used to this much food so it's like a bit of a slog and then the second week you're like this is amazing I'm hungry all the time I'm eating loads mm. and then after that it's just he- like you just constantly feel like you've got food in front of you constantly yeah trying. you're, you're like, t- jaws tired from chewing it's just so boring <laughs> You sort of feel sick yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh my God, I'm unwell. You've got to eat well. again What's before you go to like, bed. You're not unwell, your body is full of food still and you just can't, you can't do anything. Would you, rather, would you rather have to get skinnier or put on muscle? Probably now put on muscle. Mm-hmm. But I think naturally that as a process. probably find it easier yeah. to, to get skinnier. Uh-huh. I think I'm the opposite. Yeah, you'd, you'd my body just wants to get bigger. It would just be, I'd just be a fat man. If, <laughs> if you weren't in this profession but I'd always have just, just done it for sport like for whatever sport I was playing mostly like rugby yeah. and football and somehow got into playing Australian football but he's about to tell when, you that he played when, for Great Britain when's but the next tournament I've retired so you've retired yeah exclusive everyone it was, it, it was on um, <laughs> announcing it today it was on BBC Sport but you had to like really scroll fans <laughs> around the world are crying right now because Dave is retiring from Aussie rules yeah so sorry everyone Actually, well I'm 31 and it's like those tournaments are hard at the end of those tournaments I was were you, getting a, bit, were you getting a lot of injuries? I had my fair share. I had hip surgery, mm. hand surgery. Well, I'll share an embarrassing injury I've got. Okay. What's happened? You guys can maybe help me out. I've got a very stiff, <laughs> big left toe. <laughs> <laughs> Get it out. Left toe. Get it out. Let Josh have a look at it. Well, you... I'm not going to take my shoes off now. Okay. Okay. You just, tra- <laughs> just trained. I've got sweaty feet. Yeah. Oh. And then I'm trying to like stretch it and move it about, but I can feel it doesn't bend as much. As the other one, and my Achilles tighter on my left as well. Uh, well, Josh is actually very interested in feet, um, so <laughs> I sounds like I have to get some little bunion work going on. Yeah, Stop a little bit of some elastic. You and need some to strengthen. Need to strengthen. Like it's like the up and down movement. Up and down, to side to side. Really? Literally, yeah. it's like a little elastic band you put yeah. around your two big toes. Toe band workout. Yeah, mm. heard the of the stick gym. Now <laughs> there's toe you, bands. You guys got 
like BTL toe bands. Ooh, that'll be on the BTL website toe, website toe, next yeah. week. Coming out soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just give people a hairband. Should we get a hairband out? We're not going to do it. It's not great <laughs> podcast content. Yeah. Just hearing Nick, watching Nick <laughs> move his toe <laughs> up and down. I, hang on, I'll do the sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Four more. That's it. <laughs> is, that, is that your toe? <laughs> that feels Fatiguing. better. Thanks, guys. You fixed it. Well done. <laughs> Can I hear about the moment that you talked earlier about when you were younger and a barbell fell on someone's neck? Oh, right. <laughs> so it, well, it didn't fall on my neck. <laughs> Me and Nick used to go to Pulse 8 Gym in Wokingham. Quality name for a Quality. gym. That's Pulse proper eight. like regional what gym Pulse name. Eight means. <laughs> no, it doesn't really make any sense. Oh, um, Nick went a lot more than oh. I did. I Pulse didn't really. Eight. Oh, it does make sense. I did not get that. When Pulse we were how did you not get that? Because it, it was the way it was. Like, it was the way it was spelled was Pulse, and then the number eight. Still, I know. Well, yeah. we're idiots, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> Josh is very proud of himself. Um, huh. <laughs> 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 I love that. Nick's going to be, gonna be driving over later. Just Brilliant. I'm going to go on the website. <laughs> Leave a comment on the Google map. Google <laughs> got it. Took me 10 years. Well, but I got got it. Yeah, I mean, I think something in like the format of how they wrote it or didn't quite, yeah. didn't gel in my mind. But yeah, no, it does. <laughs> um, so yeah, we go occasionally, and I remember, and we also like, we did it, did some like random training stuff at school as part of like PE. And I just, I didn't go as often as Nick, so he just came in one morning and he was like, George. <laughs> You never guess what happened to me last night. I was like, well, I'll let you explain though, because it's... Well, I, I'd, so I'd been to like a couple of gyms before and I was like, I knew that, you know, when you pick up the, the, the barbell thing and it's got 50 pounds or whatever, I was 16, I was like, I knew that I could bench that and I was like, okay, and then I saw the Smith machine in there. So I went and laid down and I was like, all right, well, you know you can do 50. So I put 25 <laughs> on each end, not realising that the bar was... However much, yeah, 20, yeah, 15, was, yeah. 20 pounds, yeah. or whatever it, it was is. Like 40 pounds, isn't so it? So I like yeah. lifted it off and I didn't have anyone with me. And it just like slowly started coming down. <laughs> nothing worse. And then it was like on my chest. And I was like, well, okay. Just pinned to the bench. I was just pinned to the bench. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> How long before you start to panic? Well, it gets worse because then rather than like wriggling upwards to get it onto my lap, I decide I'm going to try and slide out from it downwards. It's just getting. So it's going higher and higher until it's like. And obviously, I'm getting weaker and weaker, so I can barely hold it. And it's like on my neck. <laughs> and on, when you've got the Smith machine, it's not like you can even just roll it off. It's like on bars. I'm like sliding up and down. Yeah, like guillotine. <laughs> like a guillotine. So it's on my neck, trapped. and I'm choking, just laying there, just dying. Uh, in, in Pulse 8, they'd have had to put a... Uh, Put a plaque up. Just put or something. This is, this is put where a little sheet, a little sheet over it. You take read. Don't, don't, don't lift that. Don't lift that sheet. He's been there a week. Uh, we'll get but it yeah, there. some some like big guy that was down at the gym had to like come and lift it up and was like, "You okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." He lifted it up with like one hand. It was and he was a decline. Yeah, slow do. Yeah, fine. I was just doing some. I was actually strengthening my trachea. You probably want to give it a try, mate. Yeah, not a lot of people do that exercise. I want to get better at swallowing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's the sound bite. Thanks, George. <laughs> well, well, I'm glad you didn't right. choke to death. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad uh, you didn't die too. That would have been so what, 16, 16 years old. Yeah. And did you go too young? Did, too were young. you brave enough to go back into the gym? I, I gave it. Or did you I get gave the time it a week off? or two off, and then mm. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't make the same mistake again. Yeah. So yeah. Hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from to get every episode of Before the Lights. It is rare to not be sort of travelling around the world doing doing training stuff, which is... Yeah. I guess because the filming industry, it's like people are coming to a place 
and they're there. Like you're filming the great now, aren't you? And it's like in the bubble. Get everyone the there, bubble. do it, and then I guess normally it'd be a bit more flexible, would it? Like the times that things happen. Didn't you fly off to Sweden last series and stuff like? Was it Sweden? No, uh, we went to Italy. Italy, that was it. Yeah, yeah, we went to Italy. Um, yeah, we can't do that this time because it's just too complicated and um, moving people around. Yeah, you know, it must really streamline it though. Like the because like yeah. before it was like we can do whatever we want. Let's go to Italy and do this. Whereas now it's like okay, let's let's work out how efficiently we can do this. I think yeah, but not necessarily positively creatively. Just because you have to streamline it because COVID costs so much money in terms yeah. of what it costs to test and keep all that sort of side of things going. So it's like suddenly you have to kind of make cuts to other things to, like, make it work. It's mad, the, the amount of money that's being spent, because we're all getting tested for various for productions. Example, if the actors are coming in here, then they'll test us three times a week to make sure that there's a, no risk of, or low mm. risk of them getting it here or not knowing about it and all that kind of stuff. It's mm. kind of mad. But I would see it as it's such an integral part of society, like filming, creating things. Not You can't let the... That artistic side of things sort of died out. Definitely not. Yeah. It has to constantly be allowed to to be managed, because so many people rely on it as well. Okay, but some people are like sat at home, not being able to do anything, and relying. Everyone's on, watching like, Netflix. I am yeah. just rattling through series. We watched The Great in literally a week. I think like just started it because there's nothing else to do. Yeah, and oh, it's yeah, like that's the only, that's the only <laughs> reason that I watched it. Nothing it else. Yeah. That came out wrong. It came <laughs> out wrong. But you like you just get through stuff so quickly. So there's going to be such mm. a massive demand. It's good for all of us, so we'll all be quite busy work-wise. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a lot Maybe of stuff that'll be, in, uh, that'll be filming. But the great, it's been great for you, Nick, isn't it? Golden Globe-nominated actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, people seem to like it. I, I mean, it was fun fun doing it, so that's the main thing. It's such a lovely group of people. And um, and Tony, the writer, so like writes just wonderful scenes and characters, so... Um, it is properly funny, like properly, properly funny. Uh, yeah, it's, it's bizarre and offbeat, and and but I think it's it's smart what you say, what you're saying underneath it all, and you kind of just enjoy it for the laughs, and then suddenly you're like, oh, there's a lot of depth to it as well. So um, yeah, it's been fun doing the second series. I think I hope people will like it if they like the first series. Wait. They should. Is it is it sort of penciled in for more? Do you know that? Uh, potentially, it's always dependent. I think a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So in the great, the only time we really had to, and even spoke about training is Nick called me up like a week before because he found out that he had to walk through the entire set completely naked. Yeah. Bollock naked, like proper. And they always give you a silk pouch, don't they? Yeah, they give you a pouch for of course. your stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, what would you put in there? Coins. <laughs> lucky piece of string. <laughs> or marbles. Um, Wait, is that what you call it? Your lucky piece <laughs> My of marbles. Your marbles. <laughs> Yeah, and for that job, I was like, I was like thoroughly underprepared because I was like, oh great, I, I never have to get like naked in this. And then found out I did have to get fully naked. And there's like a three like a three hundred long meter corridor that I had to walk down starkest with like fifty extras in it as well. Was that a one take thing or is that no, all day? no? It was, it was a, it was a morning. Day. It was a morning. Wow. wow. And I think when the when Tony the writer told me about it, I was like, at first they were like, oh, there's going to be like seventy or so people in the corridor because it's like. The corridor was always busy, and I was like, "Can we please just have a few less that day?" What a mad thing! Like, like, no, no job in the world. Weird. What would you? What are you doing today? Well, we're going to walk down a corridor full of strangers, uh, completely naked. naked. We had we had another actor that's away at the moment ring us like us just to catch up the other day, and he was literally like, "I was doing an army scene where we're all standing naked, like 
loads of like it's like the medical 30, check-in. 40 blokes medical right. check-in and he said no one warned him or like his silk pouch just flinged off he, and, no, he, they, and he just had to he didn't realise he didn't realise so they all that part of it they all dropped they dropped the kegs and then they stand there he said as soon as he pulled his pants down he knew that it had fallen off but the camera was already rolling <laughs> and there was like another scene there was like loads of people there and he just had to stand there like looking dead ahead whilst they were trying not to laugh I don't know if they had to redo it in the end or they just did it and just rolled with it me and Nick have a friend, won't name names, that did heart, like 10 minutes of a play. He was in his boxes oh. and he had, and he was hanging out of the pouch no, in front of his right. boxes for like a good 10 minutes right. of in, the play. In the play. In the play. Oh. And, he didn't, and, and it wasn't until he got off for like, like the very small break he gets in this play where his co-star went, you know, you're hanging out. He was I'm like, surprised you wouldn't feel that. I, yeah, you could those, breeze, the, 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 those cold pants breeze. when they have the pouch, they do cross over quite a lot. Just, just oh, yeah, so you'd like, yeah, it's you, like a little uh, mouse poking out. <laughs> mouse. <laughs> just peeping through. <laughs> when you obviously knew about that, that's a lot of people sort of ask us, like, oh, crap, I've got like five days to sort of feel and look good. And mm. um, were there things that like you did pre, like that week leading up to sort of feel like a little bit more confident? I can't Also, he's, the character's not supposed to be ripped. Like you do it for your vanity, but. Yeah, true. Yeah, It's not like he's. the emperor. Yeah, he's just emperor. I mean, he'd probably Emperor's be fat. Be fat. Yeah, yeah, he probably would be fat. Yeah, he'd get fat for the next get, one. He is quite a foodie as well. Just get turn I've up for the next feasts. They look to, good on the show. Turn up for the next season. Yeah, the really food's very fat. good. Mm-hmm. Food's very good. Is it show. real food? A lot of the time, yeah. And you actually get to eat it. I had to eat the other day. I had to eat uh, uh, a squirrel. An actual squirrel. <laughs> actual squirrel. <laughs> was yeah. it dead? Well, they, so it was meant to be a rat in the scene. Uh, and they came to me and, they and you said, went can it be a squirrel and, I, and they were like will you eat a squirrel instead and will like, you and I was like oh, okay had you, said, had, you said no also, to, had you said no to a rat I, well, then, I will not eat a rat I squirrel the rat. Yeah. but then I was like it's okay, a fluffy I'll squir- I'll fluffy a squirrel rat, isn't it? and then it turned up and it, I don't know if you've ever seen a whole squirrel I guess it's a bit of a delicacy some places but I don't know if you've ever seen a whole squirrel they're pretty lean roasted. aren't they they're pretty, pretty it does look a lot like a rat does it taste, yeah, what's it, it taste like it had claws on head oh, on oh are you kidding everything. did you have to like eat it like a drumstick I had to pretend to cook it over a fire then rip the leg off and eat it like a little chicken wing what are you giving it out, <laughs> out of 10 uh, you know what I felt pretty sick seeing it I was like oh, oh well. why did you say yes to this it was just one of those things when they ask you you get caught a bit off guard and you're like yeah right yeah. it did taste like chicken though it did taste everything like it wasn't does. that bad that didn't didn't swallow which condiment would you have liked to have with it if you could do like mustard or like mint sauce maybe I don't and the horseradish maybe I think uh, well it's chicken you, you didn't so put any thought into this not what's wrong t- with not, you not time no I was thinking if I had to do Josh, it Josh would have I'd be Josh like oh how can I make that taste a bit better in the first series you you had to eat in front of a head like a decapitated head didn't oh you? yeah and they made gay. fake Swedish yeah. heads oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Sweden in the that. war and you make everyone pull their eyes out yeah and we were eating a lemon dessert next to it and I remember one take I was eating the lemon dessert and a bit of the hair from the wig had got into my <laughs> dessert and I just ate it <laughs> <laughs> I could taste it in my mouth and I was like that's horrible but I don't want to ruin the take I'll eat it <laughs> we're going to have a dinner now we have to get through dinner so lo- how yeah, would you like a squirrel today sir s- uh, put a slow, slow roast slow roasted <laughs> yeah you're listening to the Before the Lights podcast. So it's that time in the show. We're going to give a quick call to our next guest. Um, so we're going to ring Olivia Cook. She won't answer. She won't. An- no one answers. <laughs> no one so answers. Fingers me. crossed she answers. I'll try. Here we go. We're in. Hello. Oh, you oh answered. God, you answered. Amazing. This is Olivia, isn't it? Just to check. 
It is, it is me. You're right. Excellent. Um, we just wanted to know if um, we've never I'm, called Liv. Sorry, Liv. Yeah, sorry. And we're all together, which is no. Really I'm weird. panicking now. Is there, a, is there an emergency? No, no emergencies. No. Um, okay. You probably guessed by now. I'm with Josh and George. We would uh, like to extend the offer of you to be a guest on our podcast. Okay, yeah, cool. Oh, that's very nice of you. Well, thank you very much. And um, Oh, is that it? Our PA, that it? Our PA yeah. will be in touch with, the, it? Detail, with the details. We can want to have a just Okay, a my agent chat. will be in touch with your agent. Excellent. My people will be in touch with your people. Okay, cool. Excellent. Thank you very much. Oh, thanks, bye. Bye-bye. Okay, <laughs> bye. 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 Do we think anyone is going to listen to this? It's been fun. Maybe not. I've enjoyed it regardless. Well, on the off chance that people do, maybe we should... You know, set up some sort of channel of communication with, I'm going to call them our fans. <laughs> Definitely don't have fans. No fans, not fans. not fans. But should you People wish to get in touch with us, it's at Before the Lights UK on Instagram. I listen to podcasts I've never subscribed yeah. to one, but apparently you're supposed to subscribe to the podcast I subscribe. you listen to. So do we want, are we asking people to subscribe to this then? I've never really done podcasts. Is it like a subscribe and like thing, like YouTube? Yeah, I reckon. Is it? it? Yeah, no, no, yeah. We want we want people to subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Maybe leave us a little review. Maybe write your most embarrassing gym story in there, and we could read it out on there a later episode. Perfect. It'll be like what we're asking our clients. You're going to do it as well, and then we'll yeah we'll rate them. Thank you for. Tuning in. Oh, this is lame, isn't it? Thank you. <laughs> um, Just say bye to them. You, yeah, you, goodbye, you, goodbye, you, goodbye. In intros and outros, Done. we leave them to you and you fail every time. Oh, you say every no time. One, this no is the first one. No one listens yeah. to the outro anyway. Yeah, I um, never do that. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.